and welcome everyone. Welcome to an all new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. This is the podcast that journeys through the wonderful world of 80s cartoons and through the, the delightful mayhem that ensues. My name is Randy. I am your host on this journey. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Phil. Phil, how you doing today, man? I am doing all right. What's going on, people? Oh, man. And thank you all for listening to the last episode, guys. It means a lot to me, means a lot to Phil, just to know we have the support of a great audience, man. Love you guys. (laughs) And just before we start today, just want to let you know that Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. And Geek World Order is the website where geeks unite. You can find us at geekworldorder.com, facebook.com slash geekworldorder, Instagram and Twitter, both at geekworldorder. And Phil, um, you know, before we get into this episode today, I got a question for you. What's up, man? So, Did you know that sometimes some crimes go slipping through the cracks? Yeah. But these two gumshoes... Yes, never fear, folks. There are two gumshoes that are picking up the slack. (laughs) Because for them, there's no case too big, no case too small. When you need help, just call on Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers! Oh, that's right, folks. Today we are going to the later part of the 80s and the Disney afternoon block man there were so many good cartoons in this block man oh yeah dude rescue rangers gummy bears uh ducktails then of course dude, this you've is, gotten... yeah this is when con- this is when cartoons were dumb hot like <laughs> it was amazing oh, yeah. And the Disney afternoon block went on for a good while, man, even into the 90s as you got to stuff like Tailspin and Darkwing Duck. Oh, my God. Dude, so many good cartoons, man. But, yes, we are taking a look today in our episode at one of the classic uh, Chippendales Rescue Rangers episodes. We are talking about the second season episode today entitled Mind Your Cheese and Cues. (laughs) Yes. And this is going to be an episode oh. uh, focused on Monterey Jack. It was basically an intervention. <laughs> it really was, dude. Because um, really, when you look at Ooh. it, the heart of the episode is really about addiction and really how it can really mess things up. Yeah. Um, kill kill the hottest chick on the show. You can't do that. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and just dive right into the episode, man. Um, so we open up the scene and it's a, it's a nice sunny kind of summer day, man. Our title characters, the rescue rangers, just chilling at the park, man. They're enjoying a picnic in the park. And, um, of course you have a picnic. You gotta have some food and lazy Dale of all people made food. He made my man made some cheese sandwiches. Yeah. Mm. Of course, um. (laughs) Our team goes in to bite the sandwiches in them. Well, they're all... It's just bread. No cheese. Yep. And, of course, uh, Chip and Dale go through their normal bantering. But we come to realize there actually <laughs> was cheese in the sandwiches. But um, they were. it was all eaten by our cheese-loving, addicted friend, Monterey Jack. Oh, crackhead-ass Monterey Jack. I couldn't help it, mate. Dude, man, he's really, like, tweaking out when he sees the cheese. Because um, oh if you haven't God. seen Rescue Rangers, um, there's a bit where every time Monty gets near some cheese, he basically tweaks out, man. His eyes get this weird green and yellow swirling yeah. pattern. His mustache twirls <laughs> like crazy. Yeah, he basically super tweaks out like a meth head. Like, he just he goes completely nuts. Dude, it's absolutely <laughs> insane. Um... So after they kind of chastise him a bit, Chip gives this line, which is going to be some insane foreshadowing very shortly in the episode here. He says, Monty, one of these days your craving is going to cause big trouble. And so, you know, what happens happens immediately after he says that? Big trouble happens. (laughs) Basically, the girl of the group... Like, uh, she almost gets tangled into some power lines. Yes, because she got uh, caught on tight. 
immediately yeah. after the picnic. Well, during the picnic. Yeah, just right after Chip says this, just there's some kid flying a kite, and the tail of the kite just swoops in and grabs Gadget. Yeah, and, and he's helping. He's doing great. As soon as he gets a whiff of those cheese chips, he just lets go. He lets go of the line, and they go flying. He's like, oh, jeez. And just forgets what he's even doing. It does. Like, they are pulling the kite string like insane, just trying to keep Gadget away from the power lines. And all of a sudden, he's just like floating off. It's like he's not even running off. He's just like cartoon floating <laughs> off, like chasing he the chips. He took his time getting to the chips. And then he's in the bag of chips and looks up. He's like, oh, snap. I messed up. And as he goes to help again, he stops and takes another bite of chips, cheese chips, before he goes to fix the mess he made. Right. And luckily at this point, the kite does crash into a tree. Luckily, not the power line. Um, And as Monty's running up, he sees that the the kite is just dismembered. It's broken. And he's beside himself. Obviously, at this point, he realizes what he's done. (laughs) He even swears to give up cheese if Gadget is all right. Like any addict does. Oh, if this didn't happen, I'll never do it again. And then here she comes. Surprise! Yeah, no. And, he's, that... and, he, and he can see it in his face. He's like, fuck. He's like, oh, I gotta <laughs> give up cheese. But no, like, really, as we get through this episode, there are some good examples of kind of how addiction actually works in the... Things that really do happen, and there are definitely consequences yeah. when you fall to addiction and let it overtake you. Yeah, that's that's the thing. This episode, for being a kid's cartoon, it has some very adult and very just interesting innuendos. Yeah. It, like, really... fo- it focuses primarily on addiction and what it can do and the trouble it causes and what yeah. it can do to your life. It's... And- you never think that of a kid's cartoon but from back then, but no, here we and, are. Yeah, and definitely in the 80s, man, there's a lot of experimentation in cartoons, just like in terms of themes and how dark you can get with shows and the kind of like the lessons you can teach in a cartoon. Oh, yeah. Because it's funny because as kids, we don't really see it. It's like, oh, he goes wacky over cheese. But then as an adult, you're like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. This dude's an addict. Oh, oh. And in my notes here, I actually put one of the the lines that I just thought was just insanely ridiculous. You know, and when there's in that situation afterwards, they're kind of like, you know, hey, at least everything's good. You know, and yeah. in that moment of self-realization, Monty actually says the line, oh, man, just one whiff of cheese and I become just a Just one whiff. Exactly. Exactly. Like, oh my god. And it's be- like it's that self-realization that you know exactly what causes your downfall. Right. And somehow he manages to make just this beautiful cheese pun about monster. He's like <laughs> I become a monster. I become a monster. Oh, a monster. Oh, dude, the year of cheesy. We'll we'll, we'll get into that, but yes. he focused on the cheese like it was a fine wine. He really does. <laughs> he told man. the year of the cheese. Because he's, definitely, he's definitely trying to make excuses for himself. Yeah, and she's literally on the chopping block. And he's like, he's like, but Gadget, it's, you know, he says the year. Mm-hmm. And she's about to get her head chopped off. Yep, yep. And we'll but definitely get into that later in the episode. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm yeah, sorry, he... that cracked me up. Oh, also, dude, it definitely does, Gadget's man. Hot, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to hear any of this furry shit, but... Gadget's hot. Yeah, no, I honestly, I think about the time this cartoon started airing. I, if I remember correctly, I think Gadget actually was one of my first crushes as a child. I think the same for me. Um, yeah, I think actually, as I think back, yeah, she had to be the first crush. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, we... because not for nothing, Gadget has curves, dude. Like, I shouldn't be that young thinking about clapping mouse cheeks. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, that's definitely something we'll get into. Um, but as we move on into the episode here, we go back to the uh, the treehouse where the rescue rangers live. And 
right? And we see Zipper is guarding the door. <laughs> Monty cannot yes, leave. He is with like, a sewing like, needle. No. Yes. And, <laughs> like, I will stab you. Get away from this door. <laughs> and at this point, Monty must be must have been off the cheese for some time. Like, he's literally hallucinating. Like, he literally sees Zipper yeah, as a piece of cheese Zipper. with wings. He was going to eat the fly. Dude, he was. But <laughs> luckily, before they could, uh, Chip, Dale, and Gadget come back into the house, and they are What's carrying that? some containers. Um, and they are doing what you would believe would be a good thing. They are trying to help their friend. They're trying to help him find some things to replace his cheese addiction. So they end up bringing him pate and uh, caviar. Yeah, I had a problem with that. It's like, why do you bring him this expensive shit? Like, I get it. Cheese platters, caviar. I, I get it. Bring my man some Ritz crackers or something. <laughs> <laughs> right, some cheap stuff. Some liver and fish eggs. Right. So It's just like liver and fish eggs. Good, because it is liver and fish eggs. What do you know? Yeah, it is liver and fish eggs. Um, We spent all this money. (laughs) I had another issue with this. More of a logistical issue. So, in my time, I've heard some grown adults... um, I've never actually had pate in my life, so I don't know how true the statement is, but I have heard some adults refer to pate basically as overpriced, glorified cat food so i believe one of, it one of my issues here is um phil do you remember one of the rescue rangers most occurring villains happens to be yeah. a really fat rich cat called fat cat fat cat <laughs> yes fat cat so why are we replacing Monty's addiction with something that might be in the lair of one of your most recurring enemies because I don't think Fat Cat's eating regular cat food here, man. He, you know, no, I don't think he's a fancy, fancy feast guy. Man. He's a fan, yeah. He's fancy feast for sure. Yeah, with that with that slick over hair and that suit, <laughs> Fat sure Cat is fancy feast. He's like he's more likely to be eating pate and caviar than he is your store bought fancy feast. I think that was a a very weird foreshadowing for a new villain. Oh. It, it just it didn't make any sense. Why would you bring Monterey Jack expensive ass cat food? Right? When one of your like, main villains <laughs> is a cat. I noticed they only they only opened the uh the pate and the caviar. The third thing they brought him, they never opened. Okay, no, that, that one completely... Yeah, I must have completely missed that. I didn't realize there were three things they brought in. It was... Uh, it just it threw me off. I'm like, why would you even give him that? His addiction is cheese. Right. Why are you bringing him... Um, but yes, uh, Monty decides <laughs> He didn't like to it, to say the least. <laughs> so, as they go to sleep, for some reason, there's a string tied to the door. Tied to, uh, I believe it's Dale's foot. Yes, yeah, Dale's foot. Which you know, okay, as lazy as Dale is, he's very intelligent. Yeah, no, like Dale, like as we <laughs> he at he rigged the door trap to his leg yeah, so that I mean, if he gets up, great idea because if the door it. would right because yeah. if the door would close, it would yank on his foot. But not for nothing, Dale gave him so much shit about his cheese addiction. I mean, really, he's like, everyone I smell does. cheese, I lose it. He's like. Well, if this happens again, I'm going to lose it. Like, Dale threatened him. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dale's got a temper on him. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> like, damn, Dale, I don't want to piss you off. Uh, but, yes, unfortunately, Monty seems to outsmart our heroes as he just ties a bunch of sheets together and he basically out the did, He did a prison breakout. He did a Shawshank Redemption. And speaking of prison <laughs> breaks, Monty goes to the police station looking for cheese. Yes, because this out, is a, out of all places, and this is surprisingly a recurring bit. Because I remember multiple episodes. For some reason, that police chief loves his cheese snacks. 
So Monty has history with him, probably. Yeah. Or with his tra- with his traps, nonetheless. Yeah. Because there's a peanut in the trap because of here it comes. Yes, and while Monty is there, a woman first calls the police to report highway robbery because the cheese prices are too high. And comes to turn out there is a cheese shortage in this town. So Monty decides to go to the one place that he knows is going to have a lot of cheese. The pizza parlor. Yep. Okay. I mean, you know what? Good thinking. All right. Pizza parlor. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to have cheese. It's probably one of the places he ravaged on occasion. Unfortunately, he gets to the uh, pizza parlor and they're always open at this hour. Yeah. Closed due to cheese cheese shortage. Yeah, so it's pretty bad when the local cheese, you know, the local pizza place can't even stay open because there's no cheese. Which is a primary ingredient of pizza, if you guys didn't know. But, yeah, that's really bad. So at this point, um, I would assume Monty's been wandering the town all night because the rangers wake up and they realize he ain't there. So they got to go find him. Funny part about that, so they're looking at the sheets tied to the uh, table going out the window, and then Gadget says, um, I think he escaped through the window. <laughs> I was waiting for Zipper to be like, no shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's because so for nothing, I love Zipper so much. You know, I forgot Zipper could actually talk. Yeah, that's the thing. It's really screechy, and it's hard to understand, but he can talk. Yeah, and that's definitely some good range on the voice actor for Zipper, uh, because Zipper is played by voice actor Corey Burton. And if you'll remember from last week's episode that we did on Transformers, uh, Corey Burton (laughs) is the voice of Shockwave, Spike, and Sunstreaker. Yes, you're right. Yeah. And that's, so he's got some range, and that's impressive. Yeah, no, he is definitely a good actor. Um, so we come to find Monty wandering the streets of town, and he sees, like a cracker. And he gets a whip <laughs> of some cheese. Comes to find out, there's a bit of an operation here. We see a very sharply dressed rodent in a very <laughs> slick purple pimp suit, might I add, <laughs> doling out some cheese. And oh this, my god. And this man is known as Rat Capone. <laughs> bring and, me the gold and I bring you the cheese, eh? Hey? Yeah, and hey. that's what's happening. You know, Mouse brings him a gold ring. Someone brings him a gold tooth. Oh, He's one like guy a gold brings tooth. him Not a bad. Button. Here you go, say. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. What's this? Uh, this is brass. Get out of here. This is brass. Get out of here. Please. Please, Rat Capone. So he has his uh, thugs take this poor, poor mouse away. Oh, God. Um, they booted him so bad. And Literally booted him. They grabbed him and kicked him and made him fly. Oh, they do. And the two, and, which it will, be in, it will be said a little bit later, but their names are Sugar Ray oh Lizard yes. and Arnold Mouseenager. Yeah, yeah, boy. That type of henchman voice? Yeah. Oh, my and, uh, God. Yeah, Mouse and Nigger is really dumb. The dummy of the group is the tiny, which is <laughs> tiny is always the buff dude. And that's yeah, his, what? Yeah, that's his character take. Anytime they'll say something like, he has to say the exact same thing, but in, but for really dumb terms. In, like, yeah, dummy terms. Uh-huh. Yeah, fuck, yeah, you're real funny, buff. Yeah, you make me laugh, too. Oh, yeah, so Monty comes Some up, and of course, like Monty has no gold with him also. So they proceed to boot him out of the way, too. You would think Monty, with the weight he has, he can fight back. But not yet, no. Monty's just, he's just tweaking right now. He doesn't know yeah. what he can do. He's, he, he's kind of slowed down by all that cheese he's been eating. He, he's, got, he's got a bit of a gut on him. <laughs> Whereas uh, the other guys are pretty much muscle. Yeah. 
Uh, but after they fling him away, he lands right in front of the other rangers who are fu- who are trying to find him. Oh, hey, guys. What's <laughs> up, <fuck>, man? <laughs> so, yes. Um, and, of course, Gadget so asks Bob like, this oh, question yeah. of, uh, yeah. hmm, so if there's a cheese shortage, where is Rat Capone getting his cheese? Well. Well, time to follow them and, uh. Time for the hijinks to ensue. Let's investigate. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so at this point, we do see them uh, following, and somehow we get on this crazy train of uh, milk trucks that head to a dairy farm. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, at this point, the rangers start to investigate, and they see they get to the milk storage area of this cheese facility, and there are cows. <laughs> And these cows are not happy. They no, are, they're not. Because for because <laughs> for some reason the tanks aren't filling. They are overworked and undermilked at this point. <laughs> As the one cow even states, "Um, could you just leave us alone?" The, the farmer said, "If we don't think milk, he'll think hamburger." So these cows were threatened to be killed and eaten. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> they, yes, dairy cows. Def, cows not and... meant for consumption. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and as they're investigating, we actually see the two henchmen uh, carting off a roller skate filled with gold. Yeah, at this point, he has slaves. <laughs> he has mouse slaves. And yeah. We go to an underground bunker. If anyone didn't notice. And yeah, there's a whole manufacturing. He's got a basically a whole setup siphoning milk off from the production silos above to make his own cheese. Yeah, basically he pretty much jerry-rigged some siphoning tubes from that to go down to his little lair. Mm -hmm. Which is actually not it's pretty intelligent. So yeah. the basically the cows is like they can never fill it past the halfway point because it's all being siphoned off, and they have these diaper-clad mouth like mice bringing him gold, working on his cheese. Yep, and they brought the latest cheese shipment to be put into the vault. But I want to delve further into like. He was so adamant about getting his shipment. He put these mice in diapers to shit piss themselves. Okay. Keep working. I don't know if anyone noticed that, but they they diaper clad these these mice to like shit and piss themselves and keep working. Yeah, I mean he ain't paying them to you know to take breaks. I mean he ain't paying them yep. at all. But <laughs> and yeah. Sugar Ray Lizard specifically said. Put the cheese in there. No free samples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they were ruthless. If you had a heart, you'd be breaking it right now. Mm-hmm. And eventually, they actually remember to tell Rat Capone that, oh, yeah, we saw those guys from earlier. Oh, by the way, the fat yeah, mouse and the crackhead. Yeah, he's up there with his friends. And what should we do? And once they enter their the secret door into the base, well, the rangers had lost them. Well, except at that point, Monty fi- finds a whiff of cheese, and they're like, "Um, wait, dude, uh, we don't. There's no cheese here." It's like, like, "Yes, there is. Damn it!" Well, there's got to okay. be if Monty can smell it. Look, Monty can smell it because this crackhead bastard. Uh, of course, there's cheese. But unfortunately, he <laughs> let, he gives into the cravings a little bit. He's like, "Oh yeah," sniff. he's like, "I'm in control. I'm in control. I'm in control." Nope, I'm out of control. I'm out of control. And he, that fat bastard darts off, and they can't catch him. Yep. So eventually, Monty finds the entrance. He just pulls he, off this air vent. Just he rips beats, it. Yeah, he, he like rips wall. it off with his bare strength. And beelines it into the vault past the henchman. It's like somehow they miss him. Like they barely see him. And somehow he has enough time to get in there and eat enough cheese 
Until he's in so it, like, she's cool. Satisfy his craving. Exactly. To where he gets, like, basically the hiccups, and he's just like, uh, uh. He's like a, he's, he was basically like a cheese alcoholic. Dude, man, it really oh, does. I've had enough. I've and had then, enough. Good, I'm good. And then we get into one of the more disturbing parts of the episode. There's a, Rat Capone basically orders them off to be homogenized. Basically, to s- sleep with the fishes. Pretty much, man. The milk, so... the milk breathing fish. <laughs> so yeah, we see them uh, roll Monty up to the edge of a. Well, how did they even roll him like that? By the way, he just completely submitted, and they just rolled him away like a barrel. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, Mouse Nigger's got to have some muscle on him <laughs> to be able to throw yeah, Monty Mouse around Nigger, like that. Stupid, but he like him and Sugar Ray Lizard just rolled him out. He's like, no, please, no, <laughs> and he didn't even fight back. Uh, yep, and at Probably this point, they, but... and at this point, they roll him off the edge of the scaffolding and to apparent doom. And at that point, uh, we head off to commercial, and so will we with the uh, totally radical cartoon podcast here. We'll be back in a minute after a word from these sponsors. Hi, I'm Mom. And I'm Apple Pie. You may think there's nothing more American than us, right? Right. There's Walt Disney World's Spirit Soaring Celebration. See America on Parade. A castle show all brand new. Marching bands. I want you. All right, and we are back. And as we left off from the commercial break there, Monty is falling into the uh, milking machine. Uh, So he ends up going through the line and ends up in a bottle. Yep. Which Think about that for a second. (laughs) Yeah, no, like, I actually thought this scene was going to be worse. I was like, Um, hmm. For a second, like, I actually had to look up what homogenized meant. But basically, it was just a process um, of, you know, basically they mix up the, the milk so that the the solid and the protein and liquid kind of all merge together. Um, yep. When I initially watched the episode, I thought they were talking about pasteurization. That's Actually, that's the funny part you mentioned. That. I thought that, too. They like, said, I thought they were going to boil him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, so no, that's pasteurization. I was like, oh, that's going to be bad. Yeah, no, like so I'm basically like squeeze him into a bottle with milk. I'm like, dude, this episode's gonna get dark. Like I thought it was gonna get really dark there. I mean, obviously he's one of the main characters; they ain't gonna kill him. But I'm like, no, this is starting time. to get pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, dude, man, that's funny you mentioned that because I was thinking pasteurization, which, like you said, meant boiling. So I was like, oh my god. Right, you thought the it's same thing I did. I was like, he's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are some serious gangsters here, man. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, at this point, uh, somehow Monty manages to knock himself off the assembly line, which I think he does right before. He, like, he's supposed to go through something that looked like some kind of a steam treatment. Which might have been the pasteurization oh, yeah. part of the bottling. <laughs> so he, Enough he for nothing, missed it. None of them even noticed he was in the bottle. They just looked the opposite way immediately. Where is he? Where is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they don't even see him until, so much as a kid. until he literally hits them while he's rolling uncontrolled in the exactly. bottle. Exactly. <laughs> Dale's like, Anyone get the license plate of that milk truck? Shut up, Dale. Shut yeah. up. Uh, so at this point, Monty tells the Rangers that it's definitely Rat Capone, and he's got a secret hideout. But how are they going to stop him? Well, Chip has a plan. That's right, our endeavorous leader Chip has a plan. I'm going to disguise myself as a gangster. A bigger gangster. Yeah, that's what he does. Gang- they straight up march into his headquarters and like, uh, yo, Dale, you the two bring my the... pimp suit. 
It's like, bruh, <laughs> you, you the are are you all the little bitches muscling in our in our cheese territory? Yo, son, hold on a second. Are you the motherfucker that's fucking up my cheese game right now? Hold on, hold on. Nobody talks to Rack Capone like that. I mean, credit to Chip, oh. man. He he just like Chip straight was up like pumps his chest up. up. <laughs> Chip, yeah, he really did. I mean, like, if you're gonna owned, go through with a plan like that, that yeah, you gotta go bold on something like that, man. And Dale, he's like, "What you gonna do, huh? What you gonna do? Hey, you want to take this outside? This outside, yeah. No, we're going through this door. No, we're going through this door. Yeah, he's trying to like, get him through a specific door because once they go through the door, Monty's gonna spring a trap and throw a cage on him. Well." Obviously, Rack Capona, a little smarter than that. He insists on going through the other door. With his henchman, basically giving him the cosign. Yep. And pretty much he He's forces like, ah, the rangers. Shit. And he forces the rangers to go through the door, and they get the traps rung on him. And he knew it the whole He's like, see, a trap. I knew it. Yep. He, he's smart. I mean, it was not the worst plan they could have come up with. Yeah, yeah. it was just a matter of persuasion, which didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so at this point, um, everyone gets caught and, well, they get taken to um, a sewer drain. Yep. My so, thing is, Mr. Super Botfly Zipper, where the fuck are you this whole time, dude? I don't know. I mean, probably waiting and hiding. Should probably something smelling go poop wrong? And throwing up on it. Oh, yeah, so... <laughs> I'm sorry, but anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Chip, I Dale, and Monty are—they're thrown <laughs> into basically what is a a drainage pipe. And at this point, Rackapone decides he's going to take Gadget as his mall. And he was like, "Oh snap, she's that... kind of fine." Yeah, and that was another term I had to look up. I didn't know that was a thing. But apparently a mall, that is a uh, a gangster term for a gangster's girlfriend. Pretty, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> and he can send her anywhere to do anything. Yeah, and Gadget Tell her a... to do that said thing. Completely. To infiltrate another gangster's operation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and, and Gadget is having and everything to do that. Yeah, but then it was like, nah, nah, I'm not doing that. But, but yeah, um, can we talk about Gadget here for a minute? I want to mention a side note about Gadget. Gadget's hot, okay? Dude, (laughs) seriously. seriously. Yo, when she was in that red dress with that, that, like, one-eye drape over, like, Jessica Rabbit, I would, uh, come on. I think that was my second crush was Jessica Rabbit. (laughs) After Gadget. Yeah, I don't remember because... Honestly, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I actually didn't even see that movie until I was an adult. Ooh, man, and that's... Ooh, and that's a one for... That's a whole nother episode for a whole nother day. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, man. But, dude, for a children's 80s cartoon, why is Gadget she not be that. ridiculously hot? She should not be that fine for me no. to be sitting up here eating Lunchables and some gummy bears and watching this cartoon mm-hmm. and wondering why my PPA acting right. And this is not. <laughs> and this is not the first time in the series that she has worn that getup. Uh, there's actually another episode, which I believe yeah. is called Double O Chipmunk, a very Dale heavy episode. Uh, she ends up using that same disguise to basically fake out Dale to think he's a 007 agent, <laughs> but it ends up going a bit awry and ends up being a real mission that he didn't even expect. Right. But I digress. Gadget is hot. Yeah. And as the water turns on, we see our heroes um, going down the drain. And at this point, and of course, in dramatic effect, another commercial break. And we'll take a commercial break <laughs> ourselves, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. We promise. We'll leave you hanging. The magic is here. 
you get Walt Disney's new mini classics on video cassette, Mickey and his friends fill your home with magic and laughter and sharing. And there's more magic in store if you collect all four. So hurry, get Walt Disney Home Video's new mini classics, only $14.95 each. Fill your home with magic. All right, and we are back. And of course, as most good 80s cartoons go, uh, we left our heroes in the brink of absolute danger. Uh, but for some reason, as they go through the pipe, it ends up kind of anticlimactic as they just get sort of dumped outside the farm. <laughs> yes. It's like, man, they really weren't in that much danger as the uh, commercial break would intend us to believe. The funny part is, is that they had to go through the extreme of going to the farm. Is what still gets right. me. Um, How but much... they did have to find their way back to the farm. They did. So, by this point, Monty is feeling pretty bad about himself and because basically his cheese addiction has kind of led them into this whole situation predicament. And of course now, when they need him to smell the cheese and get them back to the farm, he's like, nah fam. He's like, no, 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 I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I'm done with my addiction. I can't do it. I can't do it. So, <laughs> so at this point, Chippendale got to use some good old reverse psychology on him. So they to basically to... unfuck him to fuck him again. <laughs> right. Oh, it's so unfortunate. And that is so bad. So he's they go finally on... like, I've caused so much trouble. I'm not going to do it ever again. But we kind of need you to right now. It's like, so um, I say Cheddar's better. He says Swiss is better. Oh, but Monty's got his own answer for the best cheese of all time question. And once again, we go back to the Brie 86. Because apparently, just oh, for whatever God. reason, just aged Brie, which he says 86. So, um, so based on this season airing in 89.90, so that puts it the cheese at about aged about three, four years. Yeah. You know, if, we're, like, if we're assuming this is airing in, you know, it's 1989 when this episode, or 1990 when this episode is airing. But he goes into some details, <laughs> man. You know he's yeah, he, to this cheese. He's describing the aroma, the consistency, exactly. how it melts in your mouth. Um, but yeah, this he, he's, is not basic, the he's basically a soccer mom at this point with wine. Right? He's like, come on, it's 96. And this is the second time this ep in this episode alone we have had a detailed diatribe about Brie 86. And, and this is not the oh, last time Brie 86 will feature right. into this episode. But eventually they <laughs> finally get Monty out of his funk. He goes into his cheese mode. He smells the cheese. He starts tweaking out and they get back to the lab. Um, but at this point, Rat Capone has had enough of gadget shit. Yep. He's like, all right, fine. Oh, and I forget what he uses. It's it, what it was, analogy um, he uses for it. But they're like, uh, uh, does he want us to take us to the sewer again? Like, oh, he was like, take her to the finest suite. He's like, oh. The sewer again? Take him to the sewage, right? Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. I know. Like, I think the boss means the, he, uh, he the was cheese slice. A rat version of Patrick. Ooh, 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 oh, you funny boss. But yes, uh, gadget is tied up and put onto the cheese slicing conveyor belt. He he was fed up. How like you choose a girl to be your basically your mole. Uh -huh. You get so fed up that you just want to chop her up and watch her slowly descend to the belt to be sliced up. She's going to be a mini-mall, see? Rat Capone is a sociopath. Dude, he is. He is. He is. He is screwed. In the, he's fucked in the head. I'm sorry. Like, he, he is definitely not your good boyfriend. He, no, he's, he's not. He's definitely going to treat you like garbage, gaslight you. All that fun stuff. Yeah. Like he he's bad. 
Like he's oh, he's bad. So at this point, um, everyone barges in. Chip and Dale have a. They've got like needles or something. They're using as swords, and they're basically Pretty fighting much. the two hands. They almost look like you know those little those little um, martini or drink swords. Yes, I think they that's what like they that. had. Big. <laughs> It's little plastic swords. Yeah, I think that's what they were using. And Monty goes to save Gadget and get her off the conveyor belt. But no, Rat Capone has a secret weapon like, with him. Oh, no, no, no. I got that cocaine for you, baby. And yes, and he like, has a piece of... It's like cocaine. You guessed it. <laughs> oh, you guessed it. He's got a piece of that Brie 86. And he's like, yeah, come over here. And, you want some of this? And, and Monty's fighting. He's like, oh, no. I gotta resist. Yeah, I, can't do it. I gotta I can't resist. He's fine as hell. Look at this red dress. I can't do it. Oh, he starts scratching his neck like Tyrone Biggums from Dave Chappelle's show. Uh, I was going to say the line, but you oh, say... Yeah, y'all got me that... Uh, uh... Y'all got me a little... Make more that pre-1986, baby. Y'all got me more of that uh, crack... He's like, <laughs> and Capone is just egg. I was like, yeah, Monty, debris, debris, yeah. go get debris. That's one that sprinkled cheese. And finally, Monty stops out of it and he quips off this great one liner. He's like, well, I'll make debris out of you. And he mushed that cheese right in his face. <laughs> yeah. It made I, him <laughs> basically fall into the gold he stole. He right. mushed the fuck out of Rat Capone. Yeah, so at this point, Monty's oh able God. to get Gadget out of the conveyor belt and untied. And Monty grabs his big old pocket watch and actually just somehow, as he flings it, he cuts the his lines, throwing the dude, milk into his the His precision, when he tossed that watch, that pocket watch, the Absolutely. precision. Because it goes through the air, slices through the lines, bringing the milk from the silo upstairs. And then it wraps around the two bad guys and brings them down. Is yes, absolute precision. His precision was ridiculous. And like, once he got over his addiction, mm-hmm. dude was like, he was pretty much like 007. Dude. So at this point, the just, place comes yeah. absolutely flooding with the milk. The villains are flushed down the drain. <laughs> and at this point... Monty just dives headfirst into the cheese. He needs some milk. <laughs> he does need some milk. He's like, maybe just this once. But at this point, they're like... I was just waiting on the gadget to be like, he needs some milk. <laughs> yes, 30 years before that meme existed. Right? <laughs> Monterey Jack needed some milk before it was cool. Here, yep. <laughs> but yeah, at this point, they're just like, Hey, you know what? He saved the day. Uh, he, deserves he deserves it. it. Let him yeah. take a snort. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's Average basically like an, But yeah, basically the episode ends like an 80s gangster just diving into a pile of coke. Pretty much. He's like, I take your cheese. I take your cheese. Oh, I need man. some milk. Yeah, but overall, like, I actually thought this was a really good episode, man. It was really fun. It, it honestly, it did more than it intended to. Right. Like as an adult, you look into it, and you're like, "Holy crap!" Yes, but I as think a that's kid, one of, you're just laughing, dude. That's one of the great things about these '80s cartoons, especially when we get into the later '80s and they tried to put more teachable lessons into episodes. I think this was one of those that really. You were taught a lesson you didn't even know you you needed. Right. It what? is. There are a lot of parts of the episode that are a really good look at addiction and what you go through and kind of the struggles in facing your everyday life when you have an addiction and when you're going exactly. through a drug problem. You know, I and really there were both good and bad things. You know, you get where the rescue rangers were trying to help Monty and help replace his addictions and give him something to, you know take the, yep. the 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 temptation away and the coolest part is is that Monty took accountability for himself and was like no no more yes but in Absolutely. doing that 
he had to basically readdress his addiction mm-hmm. and use that to help him and his friends. Oh, absolutely. And and that was fantastic. Yeah, no. For me, this episode worked. It's definitely something that like an episode like especially as watching as an adult, that one's going to stick with me. This is crazy looking back at all this stuff like as an adult and realizing that it had much more meaning than you even really knew. Right? And that's just, really something I'm looking forward to in um, just going through these different series and finding these episodes, man, as we just continue on. I'm just so pumped about kind of, you know, taking my adult experiences and you know, I don't have kids, so I don't, you know, I'm not able to look at these and kind of, you know, look for these teachable moments. But even as an adult, I have my life experiences and I can go, oh, that's what they were trying to do. Now, I know you, you, you have kids yourself. So that, you know, so what's that going to be like? Kind of, you know, are you watching exactly. cartoons with your kids? Oh, dude, I, I take them back to the classics all the time. So that's a great part is I take them back to the classics. I let them watch them and I, I explain things the best I can. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they have their own take on things as they basically continue to mature and understand things and see the way I do things and see the reason why. Right. So in essence, those classic cartoons, they help so much. It's amazing. Like, I love it. I absolutely Right. And that's kind of the interesting thing, because there are some cartoons that, you know, through various franchises have kind of still existed through the time we were kids to now, you know, stuff like Transformers still has ongoing series. You know, they're different than the ones we had, but they still do a lot of the same lessons and values, even in, you know, the modern takes on them. And that's just I think that's no. Continue, sorry. Oh, no, I mean, that's just, you know, really cool to be able to go back and kind of look through and experience those different lenses, you know, through times changing, culture changing, personalities changing, even as we as individuals change and can grow and learn. And we look back at these cartoons that we loved as a kid and go, oh, hey, there is this whole new side of it we see. Exactly. And that's where it goes to. It's like, you know, even though. That is back in our time. Those lessons don't go lost. Like they're still there. And it kind of refortifies that. And that's what makes me happy. It's like, okay, these same ideals are still here. This is what they tried to establish. This is still, this is still relevant. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Like I said, I am looking forward to continuing on with this series and, you know, just kind of seeing where these different cartoons go and kind of where they were intended to go and kind of what, you know, seeing what we didn't see back then. Exactly. Right. And it's kind of a growing point, too. Absolutely. And just absolutely fun to take this journey. Um, but I think that about does it, though. This has been another good episode i had a blast looking at this episode uh but thanks again for joining us on the totally radical cartoon podcast uh be sure to subscribe to us on your you know podcast method of choice um you know once again visit geekworldorder.com follow us on social media facebook.com slash geekworldorder facebook or twitter instagram at geekworldorder and um we'll see you next time guys
Double when they're wrong. 